Everything's working, fantastic. So I decided to go with the live chat here instead of two cameras just to even out the chances of all this working. Um, so what I was saying is welcome back to another West UK Weekly. Uh, joining me this week is Robin Walker from Green Robin Solutions. Now, try that again. Say hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. <laughs> there you go. He got it right this time. <laughs> the music you were hearing on the intro there, that's a, that's a track called Go Home. It's written by Nigel Farage. Um, it's not very good. <laughs> The jokes get worse, I promise you. Uh, they get worse. Uh, everyone's going to log off in a minute. And like, oh my God, you guys are nuts. I know, I've like, been the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you're new to the show, what it's about is it's a chance for us and other local businesses to give something back to those of you who are starting businesses or maybe you've been running a business for a while and you've got a lot of headaches, a lot of questions, a lot of concerns. Um, and hopefully each week we can address some of those and hopefully steer you on the right path. We're not going to try and give out expert advice because by all means, I'm not an expert in everything and there's certain things that Robin's not an expert in. I'm sure if I asked Business. him to... <laughs> yeah. If I asked him to do a VAT return, he'd probably run. Yeah, I'll defer that to my other half. Uh, oh, she's paused Winterwatch. Thank you, Susan. That's so kind of you. Uh, it's nice to know that we can compete with Winterwatch. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, you know, because my name's Robin, you are already kind of watching Winterwatch. Ooh, good one. <laughs> That's a bit cheeky. <laughs> bit cheeky. Um, so t this evening we're going to talk about what is typically the mess inside any business owner's head. Um, I'm sure from the, a lot of the business owners that I've spoken to in the last couple of years through business networking, um, trying to run a business is quite stressful. And it's like a plate spinning act. You literally, the only way I can describe it best is you're spinning a lot of plates a lot of the time and you don't really switch off because it's really stressful. And one of the things that you can do to alleviate all that stress is to put in place what we call some processes. Uh, well, what he, that's what he calls it. Yeah, well, um, I used to call them processes. Yeah. But I realized when you start off a business, you know, everything starts small and mm. processes and business optimization apparently sounds really scary and really big. Well, and it really works. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'm trying to make them uh, less scary, but it's look at the activities you do. Um, mm. I mean, when you start a business or when you've come from an employee, being an employee, you're assigned a role. So it might be, say, IT support, it might be sales, and there are numerous other people around you who are doing say the finances, the marketing, the operational areas. Mm. And when you start your business, you've got your core skills, so say IT, mm -hmm. uh, and actually you've got all of these other skills that you need to understand. Yeah. And then you just end up with all <coughs> these processes that are all in your head. And you're like, oh, I must remember to do that, I must remember to do that. And then two weeks later, did I do that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure a lot of you have had instances where you've thought, um, yeah, that thing I should have done two weeks ago, I still haven't done it yet. Um, <coughs> and that's what Ro what Robin does is all about, uh, is putting in place systematic ways that you can't um, get things wrong. Uh, for the layman's terms, he takes the mess that's in here and turns it into something that you can repeat consistently without screwing it up. Um, um, I help people put in the right checks and balances. So. Um, as I mentioned, say invoicing, if that's a core part of mm. um, all of our businesses, I'm sure obviously a lot of people have moved to online platforms now, but if you're still sort of issuing them yourselves. <coughs> My accountant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're watching this, I'm watching you. <laughs> you do have to kind of remember, oh, I must send that invoice. Yeah. Um, which means that your customers are seeing sort of 
peaks and troughs and suddenly lots of invoice coming in and then nothing and mm. it creates that level of um, insecurity and um, confusion. Indeed. So what I do is I help people to actually define the best way to do that activity. So say, right, we dedicate that every Friday, 9am. 9am? Yeah, the big scary hairy oh. jobs. Do them first. Who does anything at 9am? Well, some people, some people who don't work all night. <laughs> uh, but you know, or send okay. messages to WhatsApp groups. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but, <laughs> back on track. He's fighting now. <laughs> back on track. You um, put the process there, and you put in the right checks and balances. Mm. Um, so, thinking about um, one of the other things I want to mention as well, folks, is if you can see this, uh, just want to quickly show you this. One of the things that this show is also going to support is a charity called the Diagrama Foundation. Now they support vulnerable adults and children in foster care and finding them homes and stuff all, of, all over South London and actually actually all over the south of England as well, as far as Spain as well. And if we can get our channel up to a thousand subscribers, we can start taking what are called super chats, which are live donations online. And we can turn it into a bit of a contest, see who wants to throw the most 20 pound notes at us. And we're gonna give all of that money to them. Um, you see how I did that? So it's, the web page is over there. That's good, Dan. That is impressive. I know. It's almost like I've done this before. Um, so they're going to get all of the money from the super chats that we hopefully will be able to take when we reach a thousand subscribers. So if any of you can help us get to a thousand subscribers, they will be the ones benefiting. Um, but anyway, moving back to um, what we were talking about before. Um, so this is Robin's website here. Um, so yeah, so business processes are really important. For example, us as a web hosting company, the sign-up process for a customer is completely automated. They can go online, they can buy a domain name, buy the hosting, set up their email addresses, and they can do everything for themselves. And all it requires us to do is to check over their order to make sure it's not fraud. Mm -hmm. And we check things manually, call them up and say, hey, you know, just wanted to check it was you and not your 10-year-old with your credit card. <laughs> um, and. Uh, but yeah, for us, a lot of stuff is automated. All of our billing is automated. Um, but unfortunately, our accountant doesn't do much automated stuff. So we should have a chat with her soon. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'll leave you to have that conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know who your accountant is. <laughs> you don't want to. Um, so yeah, for a lot of things to run smoothly, um, and it's and it's, like you say, it's about consistency, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Um, and I'll, I'll give you a typical example. It's a little story that of what happened to me back in November, early December. So the headlight on my car went out and I had to take it into Ford to get it fixed. Um, honestly, it's not the Bentley showroom that you think it is. Um, so I ring up Ford and I say, okay, I've, my headlight's gone out. How much is it going to cost? She says, what's your phone number? And this is the girl at the Ford dealership around the corner. Absolutely wonderful staff right there. And you can tell how slick their processes are when you go somewhere else that doesn't have this process. Okay. You don't realize how slick it is until you go somewhere that doesn't do it. So I ring up, she says, what's your registration number? I give the registration number. She says, yep, okay. She said, it's Richard, isn't it? I said, yeah, yeah. She said, how does Friday at 2.30 sound? She said, I know you work late. Uh, I said, okay, cool. She had notes and everything. She knows the customer doesn't come in early. Yeah. Uh, fantastic. So she said, okay. I said, how much is it? She's 42 pound. I said, holy crap, 42 pound for a light bulb. I thought, okay, I'll book it in. It's, I've got to wait four days to get it and pay £42. It sounds expensive. Um, and in the meantime, so I booked it in. I was on the phone about 30 seconds. Done. Uh, zero hassles. 
In the meantime, obviously, my wallet is thinking, hmm, phone Halfords. They do it as well. I'm sure they, they do, do it for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I ring up Halfords and I say, do you guys fit light bulbs to, to headlight bulbs to cars? And they went, yeah, yeah, of course we do. So I said, okay, um, how much is it for this car? And they said, oh, £8 fit and £12 for the bulb. Oh, half price. Happy days. I said, when, should I, when could I bring it in and, and come and have you do it? They said, oh, we'll just bring it in anytime you want. Just it's fine. Just come on down. So I get in the car. I go around to Halfords straight away. 35 minutes I'm waiting there to even be acknowledged that I'm there. Yeah. When I was finally acknowledged that I was even in the store, this young girl comes out. She must have been 18, 19. Um, and straight away, my alarm, the alarm bell started ringing. I was like, hold on, this girl's really young. How much does she actually know about tampering with cars? Yeah, exactly. Um, please tell me she makes, you know, gone in 60 seconds movies or something like that. And um, she starts messing. She says, can you bring the car over to the, to the front of the store so we can use the store's lights to see what we're doing? I was like, okay, all right. That's concerning. And she's there messing around with the headlight for a little while. And she takes out two screws. And then she's got this screwdriver that's this big. It's a brand new screw. She's trying to chisel off um, a fitting for the front grille. And after watching her do this for 10 minutes, she keeps doing this with her phone and putting it back in her pocket. I said to her, I'm sorry to trouble you. I said, you know, I've been here nearly an hour now. I said, are you expecting an urgent call or something? She says, no, no, I'm watching YouTube, innit? I was like, what? Are you watching a show? Am I disturbing you? And I looked on her phone and there was a tutorial video of how to change the light bulb on, on my car. And I said, <laughs> I said to her, you've got to be kidding me. You're watching a tutorial. You're not even taking apart the right pieces. You're trying to chisel that off the front of my car. Um, so I said to her, right, put the screws back. We're done. And she looked at me in horror. She's like, what? What have I done wrong? She, like she'd done something wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and sure enough, I go to Ford on the Friday. I waited, waited a week. I, went, I was in and out of Ford in 13 minutes. And the guy there, he did it right in front of me. He said, no, no, look, you take the two screws off. The light comes out sideways. You've got to give it quite a shove. Bob in, Bob out, smack it back in, job done. I mean, there you go, it's finished. And when I told him what she was doing, I said, what's that bit doing that holds your front grill on? I said, if I chisel that off, what'll happen? He said, your front grill will fall off. I said, that's what the girl in Halfords was chiseling out of a screwdriver this big. <laughs> and he couldn't stop giggling. He couldn't stop laughing. Um, so that demonstrates, really, that's a really prime example of someone who's got a really slick process in place that works consistently. And this happens every time I go to Ford. I go in... There's no waiting, just take the car, give the keys, and it's in the garage on the ramp in about three minutes. Mm -hmm. And I can sit and wait, and they're working on it, and they'll tell me how long it's going to take, what it's going to cost, and when I can be expected to leave. Uh, and there's no guesswork. And these, you know, these guys know their craft. And that's you know, what you said is really key. He says they know, they know what they're doing, mm. and from a customer perspective, your level of confidence in their abilities went up, and your level of anxiety went down. Hmm. And that is, you know, an element of yes, they they're specialists in Ford. What's Susan saying? Oh, she's giggling. <laughs> I'm glad she found it funny. <coughs> we try and put a bit of comedy in where we can. Yeah, exactly. Um, and because they're experts in what they do, mm. then your level of uh, comfort goes up. And yeah, I mean, what's interesting with your story is, you know, by someone watching a YouTube, um, a YouTube tutorial. It'll actually potentially have done more, yeah. more damage than good. Yeah. Well, you get uh, scared, don't you? Well, what, what the hell are they going to do to my car? Exactly. And now if you think about it from everything we do in business, 
it's really valuable to put a customer lens on it. How does the customer feel about this? And there's a term um, called uh, voice of customer. And every step we do... What was that? Voice to customer? Voice of customer. Voice of customer. So there's a voice of customer and there's a voice of process. And okay. the two don't always talk to each other. Right. So explain that. What does that mean? Okay. So if you look at the voice of customer, it's how, what is your customer saying about each part of your process? Right. And how... And also remember, customers can be internal and external. So, okay, now you're looking really confused, right? That's easy. So there's a breeze in here now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if yeah. you are you getting lost with this? Oh, it's simplify it. Straightforward, right? Yeah. If you think about each activity you do, there's going to be you'll have an action to complete an activity, and then it will go to something else. So right. um, I know that Susan is watching. So how would that relate to someone buying a domain name, for example, and a and a web hosting plan? And I was going to use Susan as an example. Okay, I cool. Do that really easily. Oh, awesome. Uh, because I'm not really good with the techie yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's our guinea pig of the night, so that'll work. <laughs> but I know that uh, one of um, Susan's key service offering is uh, updating um, headers, footers, branding, uh, and basically helping businesses when they go through a change, mm. uh, and also proofreading documents. Mm. So if you think about the where the customer and the, the ins and the activities uh, uh, take place, mm. The input uh, into that process is the new style guides that need to be used and the existing documents. Right. The action is making the update. Right. And then the customer is the person who's going to receive the output. Oh, so the, the business owner. Uh, well, mm, it's actually checking <laughs> how you, you know, it's that double checking of it. It's the, right. I've done it, it's, I've, I've done so an action. Susan, and put in a pro Susan puts in a place, a process to do it. Yeah. That, that then enables her to get it done without mistakes. Yeah, but then, then you want to make sure that you've got it right, so you'll do a quality check on it. Right. Okay. And that's where you'll so have she'll check over it all. Her client will check over it all. Exactly. There might be, then the client may do it, or she may do it before she sends it to the client. But or or proofreader might come in and look, look at it. And exactly. So, right, gotcha. so that's where inside a business, you can have different customers. So oh. um, internally, so it may be from the sales department to the finance department. Right, gotcha. They'll be handing information to each other. Gotcha. And then the externals, obviously, the external customers. Is that normal for businesses to look at different departments within themselves as customers? Because um, it sounds, to the average small business, let's say, not to 10 employees. I don't want to say not. If you've got no no employees, you don't have a business. <laughs> yeah, you don't even yourself. Do you know how many forms I see that on? How many employees have you got? Not to 10. It's like, yeah, not. I'll put not. That'll work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if you've got one to 10 employees, right? Let's say you've got five or six employees. Mm -hmm. Is it normal that businesses would call their own employees customers? Well, if you think more of the functions and the employees, but actually, right. if you treat everyone with the respect that you would have a customer, mm -hmm. then actually, you're, I'm not saying people aren't professional, but there's that level that changes. So, you know, do, what, do what's right for the business, do what's right for your customer. Um, and if you treat the different functions within a business, so the sales part of our brain, mm -hmm. we're solo entrepreneurs hmm. you've got i'm doing the role of a salesperson today mm -hmm. and i'm doing the person of the operations piece and the yeah, yeah. the invoicing team hmm. is it saying to myself right okay what information am I, what actions am i doing as part of sales mm -hmm. what information do i need in order to do my operational piece <laughs> and what information does the invoicing part of me need to know right so even if it's just one of you you're basically creating the process 
for one of your other hats that you wear. Exactly, yeah. That's probably the easiest way we can yeah. simplify it, right? And so then the, the voice of process is right. understanding if you, the better, the more you do, the more we do something, the better we become at it. But still, you hope so. You hope so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've seen people who don't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's still some pro. You know, it's each process will tell you how much capacity you have within your business. So if you're, how do you, mean, what, what, you mean capacity for customers? And yeah, to do more stuff to, to get more services. customers. Exactly. Gotcha. So if you do something that's really complicated and that's core to your business, mm. your capacity for new customers. Like if you're a painter of a paint, do paintings for the Queen. Exactly. You're not going to knock many of those out of you, right? Exactly. You're going to focus on, on that because the quality has to be up here. I don't know why I just suggested that as an example, but it just sounds really complicated. Let's, let's work with it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. You know, there are different pieces that will have different lengths and activity times. Mm. Um, some things will be really quick for us to do, and also not so quick for mm. us to do. So for Susan, for example, things like ordering stationery would be a key activity. Mm -hmm. But she has to put her... Um, what's the word for people who buy stuff? Buyer? Other than shopaholics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she puts her buyer's cap on yep. and and starts to come at it from the perspective of right, what can she what value can she get for her proofreading cap mm -hmm. in exactly. terms of treating herself like her own customer. Exactly. <coughs> so the okay. first step is actually to think of it then, okay, if I'm going to buy new stationery, hmm. right, what is my current stock levels? So I've got a pen in my hand. I'm like, okay, right, I need... One pen. Need, yeah, exactly, I'm on critical mass. <laughs> Should get a few more. <laughs> exactly. Um, and that's where if you're sort of managing things through it, you mm. get a better idea. Cool. Alrighty. Um, so let's show you a little bit about Robin Wood's web, Robin's website. Um, one of the things that will really drive you crackers with Robin's website, and he knows this because I've showed it to him really a few times before. Uh, if you go onto Robin's website, which is greenrobinsolutions.com, if you click on the green banner here, Oops, put my mouse over here. If you click on the green banner, click, click, it starts to go white. This will drive you crackers and keep you amused for hours in your lunch break. Um, so don't do it, okay, because you'll be there for hours and you'll lose track of the time. It's worse than Facebook. Um, but one of the things I was saying about Robin's website, if you have a challenging task that you do regularly, if you write a process, then each time you revisit that task, it gets quicker and easier as you follow a process. Indeed it does, Susan. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So you have like, a, like Robin helped me to stop screwing up this show, um, write a damn checklist, you know? Well, especially as he said, I like flying, <laughs> and there's a free flight checklist. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe you know, that, that behind me is a 737 flight sim, and I, I, I teach air cadets to fly as well. And one of the things that we do is we're, we're religious in the RAF about, um, with the RAF instructional stuff, is having processes and checklists in place to make sure we don't screw stuff up. Mm -hmm. And yet, because this was not a business process for me, this show was more of a hobby. It's a chance to give something back, do something fun. Um, so the checklist just went out the window. It was like, oh, I don't need them, we're fine. We'll just, yeah. click, we'll just, click, 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 click. We'll just click a load of buttons and it'll all work, it'll be fine. And of course it didn't, it all went horribly wrong, so that's my fault in part. Um, but it, one of the things I said about Robin's website is that a lot of the business language used on there and I don't know if you agree with this now, You've because I said this to you quite some time ago, didn't I? Um, what are your thoughts now on what I was saying about how your website language comes across as very corporate? I agree. And the appearance of it as well. It looks, it looks quite sort of, you see the corporate office building and uh, solutions and business, and it all sounds very, um, people might look at that and think, oh, it's not for me. 
that all sounds, you know, I need a big company with offices and corporate headquarters and stuff. Um, um, it doesn't sort of address or speak to the little guys, if you like. I think you're right. Um, there, so my background coming from corporate, it's taken, taken me a while and it's a process of iteration. Like all of us. It's an ongoing process, right? Exactly, yeah. And I'm I'm learning how to change it and stuff like that. But by the same token, what I'd like to think that people get an element of is I'm helping them to build the foundations for growth. Mm. And actually, yes, you might be sort of like most of us, sort of sat in a room in your house, sort of going, right, this is me at the moment. And if you have aspirations to grow your business, mm. Then think big, think the biggest. Yeah, and in which case, you know, then having sort of the corporate stuff is great, but it'll come from you as the business owner. If you're a type of person who's in, inquisitive and, and likes to share, and you know, as you as more and more people join you on your journey, they too will follow your your views. Sorts a lot that's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so the next piece then is you're right. I am going to. I am. Is that our first live show caller? Probably. <laughs> Without a load of complaints. We won't, yeah. Complain, your show sucks. <laughs> Turn it off. Um, so I want right. to be on the show. There's an element of, I need to change it. Um, but Yeah, I don't... Can people... I, I totally agree with you. It does, you know, think big. Think how, think about, like people often say, um, behave like the person you want to become. Yeah. Um, and But in the same token as well, the, the people, because Robin's got an extensive... Uh, a very extensive um, history of project management and corporate work in literally everything he does and everything he can do for you um, and I think that's where it's carried over into his website a bit where he's still corporate mentality um, but even though what he does for small to medium sized businesses is absolutely cracking mm -hmm. seriously okay uh, a lot of it is actually around as I said, you know, send that foundation. Mm. Um, and a lot of us, um, know, both of us in this room, network. Mm. I'm, I'm sure people watching this also. Yeah, we tolerate each other over lunch yeah, every now and then. <laughs> uh, but what it means is that you go into a room where a lot of people are sort of saying how fabulous fa everything is. Mm. And we are all going through this internal journey of going, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> is this going to work? <laughs> Please may it work. I know, right? <laughs> and once I got my head around what Robin does, uh, he was my ideal choice really for a first guest on this show because it took me a while to figure out or get my head around what it is you do and how that can benefit people. Mm -hmm. And if I was to say to any of you watching this now, if you had to put a price on what he does or what it might cost you to employ him, um, I, I'm not asking you to say any numerical figures, but... Um, when he did sort of tell me on the side what he charges, I was pretty shocked. Um, it was not the sort of money that you would might get the impression from looking at his website. Well, it is incredibly affordable. Yeah, so I'll um, give you an example. So when I have uh, workshops with my um, clients, we have a, a three-hour workshop. Um, and at the time, you do those as well. Well, three-hour workshops. Hmm. Yeah, so we go through the. We basically take. Your business, and think I ask you questions around how does your customer interact with your business? Mm. Where do you interact back with your customer? Mm. Where are the nice bits? Where, where the do you and your bits? customer keep bumping into each other? Exactly, um, and that is um, two five five. So it's wow, a three hour session, and from that we identify areas. As I love this conversation because people are going, I know that bit, I know this bit. So if I talked to you, you because I know <laughs> we've had a discussion already. 
is tech support, tick, know all about this. The piece around how do you measure customer engagement? Uh, I should really speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like I did? <laughs> yes. So yeah. basically, that's where I work with people and go about their core areas then that we need to look at the processes around. Mm. I'm not in, you're an expert in what you do. I can't mm. make that better. I can help you write it down if you need to. Yeah. Also, I mean, there is that term. But you can help people find their weak spots as well. Exactly. The bits where they're actually screwing up. But they probably they might not even realise it just through things that are very simple that they're not doing. Exactly. Like, you know, when you, when you came over a couple of weeks ago and said, Rich, you fly planes. Where's your checklist? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, checklist. Yeah, yeah. Idiot. And the good thing then is, as we go through the um, processes and activities and all that lovely stuff, is that there's going to be certain stuff that it, it's not worth your time and effort doing <laughs> because mm. you're never going to be fantastic at it. But there are other people in the business community who are better. So, you know, be it bookkeeping, diary management, or whatever it is that you need, mm. there are people out there who can do that far better than you. Indeed. And then think about how much time and effort and worry you're worrying about managing your diary, mm. and there's a person out there who can do it. Well, I know. All that you're doing then is capacity is going up. Yeah. Stress I know is for going sure. If, if I tried to do our company accounts, I'd be in prison by now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd be in jail. <laughs> I'd be just rotting away in a cell somewhere uh, and not understanding why. Um, so. <coughs> so that's pretty much what Robin does. I'd say in a nutshell, but it's a fairly hefty nutshell. It's a big nutshell. Yeah. How about we say in three three bits? Improve your business. Make sure you don't go to jail. <laughs> and make. Think about like the employees that you've got, if you have them, or even if you don't. And don't be afraid to put your hand up with an idea and, mm. and prototype and and play with it and and critique it and love it and everything yeah, experimenting like with things until they work exactly yeah it's one of the best ways we, I mean we do it all the time we, we experiment with stuff and we might send customers an email going oh, we're thinking of doing this and then we might get a dozen emails back going no please don't do that and we're like oh, okay just thought we'd ask exactly asking um, for that feedback is yeah. so critical because a lot of times we want to do best by our customers mm. and we also work on an assumption, and that's what they, you know, there's a saying, an assumption is the mother of. Yeah, um, biggest pain in the ass in the world. <laughs> exactly, and it's because actually all you need to is ask. They're, mm. you know, when it's about networking, it's about learning something, but it's some business asking your customers what they think of this. Mm. Do they like it? And saying, yeah. also, if you're thinking of doing something else, mm. engage them in that rework, yeah. in, that, in that cycle well, of communication. For us, I mean, when we, when we rolled out we're currently in the process of removing PHP 5.6 from all servers. It's a really old version of coding language that people used to build websites on. Put okay, all right. Um, <laughs> it's like when, when the English ditched the Roman oh, way of talking. Okay. We don't talk like that anymore, you know? Um, so we sent an email out to every customer saying, hey, look, here's what we're thinking of doing. If you've got a website and you're not sure, ask us and we'll check it. Um, and yeah, we got back about a dozen emails going, oh, please don't do that. My website will break. Um, so normally a corporate hosting company would just say well just deal with it you know here's what we're doing here's our timeline yep it's set in stone and that's what we're doing uh whereas we obviously we've got the flexibility to tell them and go yeah okay we'll wait a few months we'll help you get your website sorted first we've got a, about half a dozen at the moment that we're converting to software that will work properly um <coughs> and it's in english and in english yeah exactly the process is in english um so we've got that flexibility with our customers because we do talk to them 
and that's one of the other things that I'm intending to do with this show is that we is basically a relaxed sit down over a brew once a week and say right this is the topic of the day mm-hmm. uh, what do you want to talk about and we'll you know we'll put it on the on the schedule if there's a subject that any customer wants to talk about we'll talk about that um, what are your pain points because there's no better way to reach such a vast you can't talk to every customer all the time no because it's physically impossible but YouTube does allow a platform where we can at least try and engage with those who want to uh, not everyone is comfortable with email or, or support tickets or Facebook Messenger or any of that other nonsense a lot of our customers are of the um, not the younger generation should we say um, and they're not comfortable with that so if they can just watch a video and type a message then we'll go for that way and they're probably actually attracted <coughs> to because of that yeah um, exactly and that's the about thing about the different channels you've got yeah we we very often do a broad brush and actually sometimes broad brushes make sense mm. but also you got to look at who your target customer is mm. and again that's sort of something I work with people kind of you know what's the right channels for people because mm. you know if you look at the channels I use for my business um, I use Twitter occasionally and LinkedIn mm. my social media I don't have a Facebook page yeah Maybe I should. Maybe I shouldn't. Um, a lot of our customers are Twitter users because they're web designers and developers. Yeah, and that's the sort of pl- the geeky, designery developer sort of place to where they go and hang out. Oh no, there's that other one <laughs> I've heard about. It's um, don't you dare say it. <laughs> <laughs> I need a techie person to chat it. Mm. There's a, there is. You're a, not talking about Telegram, are you? No. TikTok. No. Oh no, no. no. This is a basically. Like I didn't say that by the way. A giant conversation bubble has even been advertised oh now God. where basically it's like a live chat of consciousness you're talking about me rich doesn't doesn't like tickets older generation <laughs> <laughs> no i'll tell you what some of them some of our customers uh, i find working for people who are not the the young spring chickens to be so much more rewarding mm-hmm. because and this is where most of our customers come from they've been all around the houses yeah they've been every hosting company on the planet and they're sick of it and when they end up here, and they're like, "Oh, actually," is that because they were so the ABC? Uh, yeah, yeah. just end up with W. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. They've been all through the alphabet, tried every hosting company on the planet. Like, oh, actually, this works, <laughs> and it's quite cool, and it's fast. Uh, it's what it says it is for a change. Um, I remember the thing now. It's called Slack. Oh yeah, that's the one. <laughs> so yeah. you, you, that's what people do when they're on it, right? Um, so if you could give just to wrap up the show for today we don't want to ramble on too long because I know last week I went on and on and on and put people to sleep so if you could give someone some tips Robin what tips would you give them if you could sort of throw some tips their way yeah sure so um, I would say I'll give you five five Ooh, five no no right being so, generous I'll give you one I'll make you pay for the rest of the other four <laughs> <laughs> no right so a lot of us do it or a lot of us want to do it but Plan your day ahead. So, whatever your start time is, 9am, 12-ish, is look at the activities that you need to complete. Mm-hmm. Write them all down. Mm-hmm. And then either have color, different colour markers or something. And then colour code them. So, red are your urgent items. Right. Amber are those that are important but not urgent. Colour them like a traffic light. Exactly. And then this is the bit that we all hate to do. Deal with the red ones first because mm, the they're urgent. Yeah, the, they're the really important ones, mm. and that means that certain stuff will go ahead. 
Yeah. Um, second one, eliminate distractions. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was saying... It so if we can just destroy Facebook, that would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe time box Just get rid of it. <laughs> Shut time it down. It. Or emails. Emails are also... Or cats on YouTube. Just ban them all. <laughs> yeah. I know, well, there's some, some really good caffeine. I, I know, right? <laughs> uh, but I would say... Um, Time box your emails, don't check it constantly. It's a, a how, bad habit. On that note, how would you suggest, because now we've all got smartphones, mm-hmm. which are often smarter than we are. Yep. How would you suggest someone time boxes their emails if they've got them? Because it's all too tempting now for people just to say, well, I've got a smartphone. I'll put my emails on here as well so I can read them when I'm out and about. How would you suggest someone stops doing that so when you, they're trying you, to relax? You're going to hate me because no, no. when I start my company... <coughs> Go for it. I had an old phone. I went for the emails on that you one. you still got a Nokia. No, no I've upgraded now. But the point it's is... It's got the Motorola with the big aerial on, on top of it. Like. <laughs> <laughs> the big rubber duck. It can't even do emails. <laughs> yes. Okay. 30 minutes and that's it. It's dead. <laughs> but I purposely have my own telephone number that I've had for years. Mm. Um, it's my one that is not work. Mm. And then the work phone is a separate phone. Plus you have two phones. I do have two phones. So you're more like a drug dealer. <laughs> I used to have a burner phone when I first started oh, it wasn't Nokia yeah, yeah. but uh, anyway I digress the point is by having things in a separate device uh, I believe also there are ways to like um, put time management in them right. but that's a bit techy for me yeah. I would just sort of suggest that try and not follow maybe if you can sort of set time of the evening to switch off the mm. notifications nothing is yeah. if it's really and also this is a part of engaging your customers <laughs> Susan leaves the phone in another room yeah. I know she's really good at that actually yeah, it's actually a really good thing and also yeah. I tried ringing her several times she's like she just won't answer the phone she throwed it in the toilet or something <laughs> <laughs> also building that relationship with your clients that they know that you know there's that kind of level of if I send you an email I'll get around to it Yeah, you will answer their emails Yeah, but if it's urgent pick up the phone Yeah, and, and you know we've yeah. kind of lost that um, people are a bit scared of it yeah I think people these days are expected to be contacted all Con- contactable 24-7 no matter what yeah but they also expect to be contactable 24-7 on email mm. which kind of means that that means you constantly have to refresh the emails rather than actually kind of yeah. going right if it's important send an email by all means yeah. uh, and then phone um, yeah next so one point is point number yeah. was that just number one Actually, yeah no second <laughs> no, no, no second sorry uh, but also avoid uh, needless meetings mm. um uh Stopping a firefighter, you know, if you set realistic deadlines that you can achieve, mm-hmm. and then if you can't meet that deadline, understand why, mm. and also tell the customer <laughs> if you aren't going to meet it. Yeah, don't tell everybody that everything will be done straight away. Exactly. Manage expectations. Yeah. Um, someone like Susan might quite like this one, but delegate and outsource. If mm. you're not very good at something, there are people out there who are really, really good at it, mm. and all you're doing is using up your time that you could be doing mm. really value-add work for your business. Mm. Um, and also, I'm in... Like I was saying last week about hiring a VA to research when you're starting a business. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You could spend years Googling and finding stuff online, looking up who your competition are. That could take you days and weeks. You hire a VA to do it, They'll have it done in hours. Yeah. And for what they'll cost, is it's crazy. Uh, and so yeah, even Susan, yeah, absolutely. VAs are, are research gods. 
There's yeah. nothing they could. They're nosy buggers as well. <laughs> so yeah, that's I'm talking about you. They're nosy little buggers. They'll, they'll, there's nothing they can't find out. That's um, I mean, if also, the price is right, obviously. There's obviously different. Um, Fears have got different skills. Um, mm. and that's not. That's not my area. <laughs> but the point is, mm. yeah, find the right people. And then also, I mean, uh, Wesh HQ, uh, keep your workspace uh, clean and tidy. Not like this, though. No. Okay. Uh, See, I knew I'd get in trouble today. <laughs> I get in trouble for everything. All the but time. It's really important because there's elements of the stuff I talk about, yeah. which comes from Japan and French Ray oh, and having Japan, order. The, Jap the, Jap the, Jap the Japanese. Japanese? <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese are pedantic about clean and tidy, aren't they? Because mm -hmm. it's, it's a clean bit. space means yeah. an orderly mind. Where there's an orderly mind, you mm. can then focus on the core activities hand. Yeah, if it just turns into a message, just nuke it. <laughs> Did he just say that? Yes, yeah, so you might need to edit that. <laughs> yeah, we'll cut that bit out later. <laughs> Prime Minister of Japan turned up on the door. Yeah. The um, point is, if you have an orderly workspace, you've got an orderly mind. Yeah. And it helps you achieve a lot more. Yeah. So I mean, all of our offices look pretty similar to this. They're all. Um, you know, they're all a dedicated workspace, um, but we've all got hobbies too, and a lot of our hobbies are quite technical. Uh, a few of us are instructors in the air cadets, yeah, cool. Um, and a few of us do. You know, it's, it goes with the territory really. If you're an IT geek, your hobbies are also going to be quite technical and involved. Anyway, one of our guys is a radio ham, mm -hmm. and you want to see the stuff on the roof of his house. It's crazy. It makes you you'd think that he was launching a space rocket in his garden. <laughs> you turn up and okay, is this communication central for NASA? And he's got a rotating area where he can just point it in any direction he wants. It's nuts. Well, I drove down uh, from um, Manchester this morning and I drove past the uh, National Space Institute. Wherever that was probably one of our guys' houses. You just didn't know <laughs> yeah, it. yeah, it's got that orange, pla <laughs> uh, that brown plaque. That's right, yeah, you see the little Wesh logo on the aerial. <laughs> <coughs> um, so, is that all your tips? Anything yeah, else? so the five, but just recap them plan your day, eliminate distractions, stop being a firefighter or a hero. Distract uh, and outsource, um, and I oh, say uh, delegate and outsource, and keep your workspace clean and tidy. He's not going to let me live that down now. No. Um, okay, so I'd like to thank Robin for coming in today. Um, he's given up his evening to come and help me put on a show and to help give some valuable, very valuable information to yourselves. Uh, and obviously, it's a, an awesome opportunity for him to dive into what he does more and how it benefits businesses like yours um, at, a, at an affordable cost that doesn't it's not going to kill you um, and this is one of the myths that I discussed with Robin is that when I looked at his website and what he does I was terrified of asking him how much he charged <laughs> um, and when he told me I just fell off my chair there's a why isn't everyone not hiring this guy at what he's I don't know um, so thanks for thanks for tuning in today. Uh, it's been wonderful having you along. Thank, Thank you, you to much. Susan as well. Say hi, Susan. Hi, Susan. <laughs> um, we will be back again next week, and next week because it's February and um, Valentine's Day is coming, we're going to be talking a little bit about um, reviews. One mm -hmm. of the, one of the things that is a is a good topic for Robin, um, and he's more than welcome to come back and join me. Uh, is how do you go about getting reviews from your customers? And I want to share with you a little conspiracy theory that I have on paid review platforms, but I won't say more than that. You'll have to tune in next week to find out. Um, so thank you very much for joining me, Robin. It's been an absolute pleasure having you here this thank evening. You very much. Uh, thanks, chaps. Yeah, thank you, Susan. Appreciate you coming along. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, I hope you got something useful out of it as well. Um, 
and we'll see you again next week. If you if you know anyone that could benefit from the show, by all means, uh, get them to subscribe as well. Because the closer we get to that thousand, the the more we can get some money for the Diagrama Foundation. And we look forward to seeing you soon. See you next week, guys. See it. Take care. And there we hit that button there. There we go. Cool. And